When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hi, my name is Kalik, and I want to share with you my absolutely incredible story about how I found an insanely strange, but at the same time cute, cat. No, you don't understand. It really, really is very unusual because we're talking about SCP-529 cat. In general, I never believed in the existence of the SCP Foundation, although sometimes I heard about it from friends. Oh, do you really believe all that nonsense? I was indignant and considered myself way smarter and more intelligent than naive trusting people. Well, what about it? Maybe they also believe in Santa Claus. You may think that I am an arrogant and callous person, but this is not quite true. I love animals madly. I just adore them. And since childhood, I have brought the lost ones or just stray cats and dogs home, which gave my parents a lot of problems. Throughout my life, more than 50 cats have visited my house, about the same number of dogs, as well as four parrots and even a turtle. Unfortunately, my father did not allow me to keep any of them with us and I am proud that they were all placed in good homes. But recently, my next discovery really shocked me. So I walked along the street, was not bothering anyone. It doesn't matter where I went, although I no longer remember where, and then I heard meowing, so plaintive. And if you, like me, have ever been involved in the rescue of four-legged animals, then you know how we react to such sounds. Of course, it was simply impossible to continue on my way, and I started looking for the cat. I soon found it. The cat's muzzle was sticking out of the brick wall of a fence of some building, and I decided that it was stuck trying to get out. However, as soon as I pulled it out to help, the unimaginable happened. I had about half of the cat or two-thirds of it in my hands. Oh, what does it matter? Just think of it. Half a cat. It looks like I killed it by tearing it in two, I thought at first. But then the tailed beast stirred and even meowed, and it was definitely okay. Although more than a hundred animals passed through my hands, this was the first time I saw something like this, for sure. And to understand what was happening, I decided to examine the cat. It had just blackness on its back, as if there was nothing there. No paws, no tail. But despite all the absurdity and in some sense even horror of the situation, I took the half-cat home. Well, I couldn't leave it on the street, right? After all, it's not aggressive, and it's definitely not its fault that something is wrong with it. And of course, in no case should I allow my parents to see my unusual foundling. They are already not happy with my love for animals, and this is a purring half-cat. What was I hoping for? It's stupid, but I thought that the cat would not give itself away. But already at home, I realized I was mistaken because the tailed beast did not stop purring and meowing loudly. But I was even more shocked when I saw it walking, running, and jumping. It didn't act like a disabled animal at all. On the contrary, it looked like a completely healthy and active cat. But how was this possible? It was clear that nothing was clear, and I decided to eat something to suppress my hunger. 
Besides, the brain works much better on a full stomach. I got some cheese, chicken, steak, and bread from the refrigerator to make a sandwich. But before I started eating, the cat jumped up and snatched the cheese out of my hand and then greedily and quickly ate it. Only then did I realize that it must be incredibly hungry, and I offered it a roast, sausages, and milk. But it was indifferent to everything except the cheese, which it snatched from my hand for the second time. Wow, a cheese-eating half-cat. It was just over three hours before my parents returned, and I decided to call my friend Elizabeth for help so that she could help me to decide what to do next. I couldn't figure it out on my own. When Elizabeth came and saw the cat, her eyes popped out and she said, Oh God, it's Josie. Then my jaw dropped because I couldn't understand how my friend knew about the half-cat and even called it by its name. Maybe half-cats are now a fashionable trend and I simply didn't know about it. But I still managed to find out that Josie is an object of the SCP Foundation and I even found its photo on the internet. That's a twist. Not only did I have in my home an animal protected by the foundation, but it also turned out to be female. Something had to be decided. Time passed, and there was less and less time before my parents arrived. Elizabeth offered to return Josie to the foundation, but I was afraid. I was afraid not only for the cat, but also for myself. What would they think when they found out that Josie had spent so much time with me? We frantically searched for a solution to the problem that had arisen, and the very culprit of our confusion wandered around the house and played as if nothing had happened, having previously devoured a whole pack of cheese. I must confess that I have never experienced such uncertainty in my life. But we didn't manage to do anything before the arrival of my parents. When they arrived, Josie was hidden on the balcony, and Elizabeth and I tried our best to behave as usual, especially when my mom came into my room to see how my day had gone. I started talking some kind of nonsense, and Elizabeth inappropriately played up to me. But then my mother's eyes widened as she seemed to be looking through me. I looked back and saw Josie behind me, walking right on the glass of the balcony door and licking it. All of us were speechless when we saw such a picture, and then my mom called dad and they demanded me to explain everything to them. Well, what was there to explain? The situation was painfully familiar and ordinary for me. I was walking, I saw a cat, I couldn't pass by it, it turned out to be a half-cat, that's all. I didn't know if Josie understands human language, but after my mother said that I should immediately get rid of the cat, Josie went up to her and scratched her. The last thing I remember is that my mother started swearing and saying something to me, but in my eyes, she and everyone around her began to turn into smoke. And then I opened my eyes while lying on the floor. My head was buzzing as if it had been hit with something heavy, and it looked like my parents and Elizabeth were in the same situation. We started asking each other about what had happened, but no one understood or remembered anything. Then we remembered Josie, but it was nowhere to be found. It did not respond to calls, it would not come to cheese, and it was obvious that it was not in the house. At some point, it even seemed to me that it was a delusion of my sick imagination, but no, the others also remembered about it. And it certainly wasn't a collective hallucination, because the scratch on my mother's hand remained, and we saw with our own eyes that Josie made it with its own claws. But where was it then? Then Dad decided to watch the video from the surveillance cameras in the hope of seeing there the moment the half-cat left our house. Unfortunately, we did not see this, but we saw something else. 
When my parents came home from work, almost immediately a black-tinted car drove up to our house and three people in masks with black bags came out of it and surrounded us from different sides. Then the video abruptly ends from both cameras. And we found out the reason as soon as we went outside. It turned out that the wires of all the cameras were cut. At that time, my parents were completely at a loss, but Elizabeth and I, on the contrary, understood everything. Of course, we had to tell mom and dad the truth. It's just that the SCP agents found out that we had Josie, but they couldn't allow it to be here and therefore organized its abduction. They cut the wires of the cameras, launched a sleeping gas into our house, and then took their anomalous object. You know, I'm going to miss Josie, and I hope it's going to be okay. My parents strictly forbade me to bring animals home after this incident and made me promise that Josie was the last one. I think that you are the last people with whom I shared this story, and soon the Foundation's employees will appear in my life again, to erase my, my parents, and Elizabeth's memory. After all, we remember them and Josie. We remember it for now. Do you know the real stories about SCP objects? Share them in the comments. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.